Welcome back to A Place Where I Belong Ministries. I'm your host, Pastor Jeff. Um, I just want to welcome you back on the show. We have a wonderful guest by the name of Emmanuel. Um, you recognize him from the first part, that which we just had. So uh, we just want to kick up right where we left off. Um, we want to just hammer back into this topic of, you know, have we changed the media church? You know, have we, have we ultimately um, really kind of gone astray? from where Christ really wanted this, this body of Christ to be. And uh, so we just want to get right back into these questions here. We want to get right back into it. No time wasted. Um, we know that, uh, you know, these, these two episodes here uh, have been long. So, um, but we still have the important questions that we need to get to, the meat of the message of which we need to get to in this episode. So let's just kind of pick up right where we left off. Yeah, with without hesitation, it's like, same thing it's i think growing up in the church and being in the church Mm -hmm. there are whether you adhere to them or not there are expectations you know true and so you don't want to air your dirty laundry who does like who wants to feel shame nobody and because no one wants to we do our best to not show our flaws. Mm-hmm. And so since we don't show our flaws, mm-hmm. we tend to think no one has them. But you know Absolutely. what I mean? And yeah. like we all think that we're the only people struggling with issues. And we all think that everyone's more perfect than us. And it's just it's just humans being humans. Like we don't put our failures on display. Like why would we? That, you know? Yeah. No, that's I mean, you even see it in Zacchaeus, right? I mean, the fact that maybe he was someone that like, he want, he had something to prove, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna make this wealth, I'm gonna make this collection, I'm gonna make this 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 lifestyle for me that f- suits me, but it was interesting that underneath all that you you when he met Jesus you begin to see his Where's inward hard, issues his the state of his his soul or the state of his conscience was something very different, obviously this was eating at him, he saw a place where he was just like, I don't like my life. I don't like how it is. You know, I want to get to a place where I could feel love and I could feel peace of mind. And yeah. he saw that in Jesus. And But it wasn't going to happen until he opened up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and ultimately. And, and it just it, right. it breaks my heart that, like, uh, yeah. we have so many Christians out there who are struggling. I mean, and you wouldn't even know. Mm. You'd be sitting next to them in church. Some of them are probably what you classify as friends yeah. who aren't even opening up because... It, I mean, it's almost like in your friend circle. It's it's like it's it's got to be even more in this in, in in a way that you you need to show that I'm good, I'm better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, envy me. You know, be jealous of me, <laughs> be jealous of what I have, be jealous of my success and what I'm going through. Right. Even though all the all the meanwhile on the inside, you're like, I need I need someone, I need help. And yeah, it's I just, I mean, for what you were struggling with. Did you go out and seek help or did you suffer mm-hmm. in silence? I suffered in silence for a bit. For a while? As a result of pride, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to... And it, I, I didn't want to put my L's on display, you know? It's like if you're... If you're called to do something mm-hmm. for God, not if. When you realize that you're called to do something for God, when you step out of that calling... You're yeah. not proud of it. For sure. You know? And I didn't want to 
like didn't want to give that to someone else to see mm-hmm. and they're I'm grateful because they're we go to a good church and there are messages that there have been messages given that have helped me to see that you really don't have to do it alone and as much as I would like to do things alone because that's kind of part of how I feel mm-hmm. I'm a man I yeah, feel yeah. like me being able to do things on my own gives me the confidence to know that I'm a man and it's not anything to do with hyper masculinity or all that other no no for sure like uh, extra stuff that I think is going on in society today Absolutely. but I just I have confidence in myself as an individual when I know that I can do this on my own and um asking for help was not part of that yeah but later on through the messages you realize that it's not possible to do it <laughs> like it's really not it's not it's not possible to do it like you cannot succeed on your own you cannot yeah. it's not possible no one has no one will because mm-hmm. you can't for sure so yeah that's that's really the bottom line i mean people don't really notice it but even you know even jesus kept at least 12 people by his side you know the squad was deep even even though they needed him more than he or they needed him more than he needed them so to speak but yeah i mean you know there's you know i mean the bible almost literally starts off in a sense where god says it's It's not not good good for man man to be alone alone. same thing so we all need a little bit of help now it's one thing for the church to ultimately come out and say everyone is welcome Mm -hmm. but it's another thing to make everyone feel welcome Mm mm-hmm and it got me thinking: is 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 church becoming more of a social setting now than a mm-hmm. than a life transforming experience? I think it's. I think we've extended the welcome. Mm-hmm. By welcome, I mean we want to get people into church so bad yeah. that we try to make them comfortable for too long, mm-hmm. and not by too long. We want them to feel comfortable for too long. I say we spend too much time on that effort trying to make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. and we miss out on the part that changes their life you know interesting and I so think, okay yeah so i mean you know let let let's tone down the messages a little yeah. to make them feel um to make them feel a little bit more not uh, as as in a way con- <laughs> condemned but not their- not even so much at the messages cuz i think we've been blessed to still have great word from the church it's more so um, our approach to bringing people in. I mm-hmm. think sometimes we're so concerned with getting people in that you can do things that are kind of gimmicky, you know, True. that are just like... It becomes more of a show. Yeah. More of yeah, a facade. Exactly. Than, than something real or tangible. An attraction, you know mm. what I mean? I think things become an attraction um, rather than source of life and i mean there's a there's a balance there's a balance and you know just like how times have changed i think the church has to adapt you know you keep your principles as your foundation but you adapt the building which which is interesting right because i'm i'm beginning to notice now um and and this is where like this 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 whole ministry here um a, a place where i belong ministries it's all about really tapping into the body of christ and it's about knowing what your purpose and your role is within the body of Christ, mm-hmm. okay? And That's not, crucial. Not, yeah, not just not not just in 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 your church organization standpoint, right? But in a whole, because I believe that you know um, your your role to play it transcends where you currently are, 
but at the same time, I do believe that where you are, right, as far as a church or organization, right, goes, I just still do believe that's important. I believe God uses that, right? Yeah. I mean, there, there's there, there, there are so many um, examples within the Bible where it shows that where the person is, right, location-wise, was detrimental to the purpose and the role in which they played and what, how God was going to use them. And so I believe that, you know, um, in, in a way, I believe God is calling us each to a, a church organization, right, um, to operate within our role within the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, but what I'm seeing now is, is that Christians are, are kind of showing up to church and kind of being looking at the pastor, like, give me something big, give me something flashy, give me something exciting, or I'm gone. Yeah. Don't, 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 you know, like, I'm sorry, but if you bust out the organ, yeah, you know, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out right. Yeah. I mean, if if if, there, if 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 my pastor isn't super exciting, bringing this electrifying word that yeah. that's over the top and and so amazing, I'm out because I mean, our pastor, right, our our senior pastor, he's he's not flashy up on yeah. stage, nah. but he, I mean, biblically, he's sound. Of course, he brings the word. Yeah, you know, he he goes in depth, and he sh- and and the thing is, is that like you gotta you gotta really pay attention. If you do pay mm-hmm. attention, you're gonna you're gonna walk away with something. For sure, but he's not like these other pastors that are hooting, hollering, and jumping around right, and, right. and going crazy. But it's almost to the point where now this current generation we're raising up, and it, it's almost like we're given an ultimatum: mm-hmm. be this, or I'm gonna go somewhere else right. where it is. Because yeah. you did, you know, you did kind of bring up the fact that you know the church is now we got to put on this facade to make everyone feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's amazing how, you know, are we actually getting to this place where, and this is ultimately what I'm trying to get at. Are we changing the meaning of church? Right. You know, is it, is it no longer now about the soul, but it's about how are you going to, how are you going to make me feel comfortable in the process of my, my, my walk with Christ? And it, you know, it, it's almost to the point where we as a people, yes, are forcing the hand of the church. But now, do you think it's possible that the church is projecting a standard onto people as well, though? Nice. I mean, for for example, like, for example, your hair. Mm-hmm. I said we get into your hair at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had I had earrings and that was frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this was, you know, back when, when the church was still trying to, uh, God was putting it through a transitional phase and trying to get to this place where, look, we need to we need to call, calm down on the culture yeah. and start introducing more biblical fact and, and, you know, kind of really educating the people and letting them know that, look, it's it's not about how they look or how they dress. Right. You got to let these people know that they, they can come as they are. And, I mean, you got some slack with your hair. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, it wasn't just you. I mean, there were other people who were growing their hair out and doing some some weird stuff with it. I loved it. I think it looked great. I honestly, I, I I think I think it was very fitting. I think it was it was refreshing. But you got slack. You yeah, got, you got hundred percent. So I mean, and that's projecting a standard. Okay, that's projecting a standard. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's just why why you got it? Why you got? You're such a good looking guy. Why uh, you got to grow yeah, your yeah, hair that long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, why you're looking neat to yourself. <laughs> Yeah, the church the church could definitely project standards on the people. And like you said, like I experienced that. And it comes down to like it comes down to education and communication, you know what I mean? Like I've had those conversations with my my parents there. Real like I can see that realistically they don't it doesn't like 
Braids don't make you evil. Like, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't but care. I mean, they My do parents... associate with certain things in their culture, right? Right. Exactly. And so we had that conversation. We talked it out, and my parents understood where I'm coming from, and I understood where they're coming from. Well, it's great that your parents understood, but we, did everybody in the no, church? No. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I'm getting to, which is that it's it's communication because mm-hmm. I I don't know if if I told you, but like I had a sit down with Doctor Doncor, like he called me into About his your op- hair. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It was serious. Like oh it went god. it went all the way this up. Is great. <laughs> yeah. This is great. This is it went all the way up, and he's just I love that man because he he's he's just so he's so genuine and he's so simple mm-hmm. he doesn't do any of the extra stuff like yeah. if he, he just says what he needs to say and he's just he was just so encouraging and he was just trying to say that you have to find the balance between offense and like doing what you believe in you know yeah and so kind of that that middle ground so to speak right where it's just mm-hmm. like you know i hear i hear where you're coming from right Let's let's try to meet this halfway. Which I mean, here's the thing: some people are listening to this and watching this right now. They're going to think this is absurd. No, no, for real, absolutely. 100%. They're going to they're think it's absurd. Like, yeah. are you crazy? If anyone ever told me how I need to dress or how yeah. I need to look when I show up for church, I'm gone. The Holy Spirit's not with you, people. Peace. No, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Out. That's how some people. Will I'm a hundred percent out, right? And yeah, yeah, and they a hundred percent get offended. And here's the thing with that: there is spiritual authority. Mm-hmm. that you have to understand and it's very simple when someone is asking when your spiritual authority asks you to do something as long as it's not contrary to the word of god you do it mm-hmm. that's how that it's it's as simple as that that's how it works dr donkor i don't know if i can put this on the record he never asked me to cut my hair you never can put once it on, you can put it all on right record. like yeah, he yeah. never once asked me to cut my hair and if he had honestly and truly I hope, he doesn't, I hope he doesn't, like, see yeah, this yeah. and then say, all right, I'm going to tell him to, like, but... He probably won't. I, no, if he had asked me, I probably would have cut it mm-hmm. because I understand how spiritual authority works. Yeah. Now, to someone coming from the outside who says, that's, like, repressing my expression or something like that, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I guess to each his own, but to me, that that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And I think he knows that, too. Dr. Donkro, which yeah. is why he didn't tell Yeah, and he won't, yeah, and he won't, he you know won't what I tell mean? you. Like, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I've, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, even, even, even if I saw my earrings, it never would have stopped me um, yeah. from becoming a pastor. Would right. people in the church have objections of me being a pastor yes. with the earrings? Yes, absolutely. But with him, I mean, he knows that's, that's not the case, right? I yeah. mean, he knows that it's, it's more about what people are on the outside and it's all about the calling of God upon their lives and what they have on the inside, right? Mm-hmm. That is 100% more important. You know, I also at the same time am concerned in that are we, you know, I, as a church, are we more concerned about the building now than the people? Yeah. Are we more concerned about that our message is accepted, socially accepted by people and the majority of people rather than maybe offending you know mm-hmm. because i'm i'm still at that place where i'm trying to i'm trying to work it work my messages so that they 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 can they can not be as harsh so that people are willing to take them in yeah. but at the same time not so cookie cutter so that they're not also convicted mm-hmm. and they feel the need to change right. you know and and i just i don't know i just feel as though you know where do we describe a successful church in that sense? And 
and ultimately it comes back down to the fact that how are we making ultimately people feel within the church you know and if we're so fixated and focused on the lights the glam the, the flash mm -hmm. if we're fixated upon um the exterior right and that how we look we gotta we gotta project ourselves in a certain way it ultimately makes me question you know are, are we are we as a church or as we you know at the body of christ leaving people behind mm -hmm. are we leaving people behind in this process you know do you do you do you see people getting left out yeah sometimes and it's it's sad but it's the reality of any organization that has to do with people you mm -hmm. know human beings and that's what the church should strive every day to minimize that you know we, we want the people falling through yeah the but yeah we want to we want to be able to say what jesus was able to say that god like the father i didn't lose any of those that you gave to me mm -hmm. you know what i mean and yeah, it's our duty. Once you once you become a part of the body, it's it's a duty that a lot of people don't want to take on. But you're your brother's keeper now. You're Absolutely. your sister's keeper. So mm -hmm. you you just came off a conference, a youth yeah. a youth conference, rooted, um, conference. rooted conference, which was amazing. It was wonderful. It was yeah. great. It was extremely successful. And um, you know there are there were you know pictures on you on on you know social media popping up. Uh, you know, you guys getting prepped and you guys getting ready and whatnot. And you're seeing, you're almost seeing like other, you know, all these other people who are kind of wishing they could be a little bit more a part of it, mm. but weren't. And yet you see you kind of in the center of it all, you know, in these pictures and in these videos. And it's just almost to the point where it's just like, you know, it's weird, but people have this mentality of like, no one cares about me. But there right. are individuals within the church who honestly feel as though they're not being used enough the mm -hmm. church they feel that they have the talent they feel that they have the anointing they feel that they they, they should be used and should be recognized more than yeah. what they currently are and some people are actually very upset about this i charge each and every one of you to make that step and reach out if there is something you will be used where god needs you to be used and if someone is impeding god's work mm -hmm. god will deal with that mm -hmm. you know what i mean but if you have something to be used and someone isn't seeing it say hey i would like to um be a part of the ushering ministry or hey i would like to help with planning the next event or you know what i mean like yeah when you when you don't be mad by yourself that's that's how yeah, i feel yeah, yeah. don't be mad by For yourself sure. like some, speak up you know yeah, and, and and that's and that's true some people do need to speak up right some people do need to say hey look you know i want to do this but i mean at the same time people don't see the other side of your story right they ultimately see you as as who you are now someone who's just released uh, an amazing video it looks professionally done thank you i'm watching this thank thing you. and I'm, i was absolutely amazed by it thank I, you um you know it looked it looked extremely well done and thank the you. thing is is that there are people who are who who will look at that and just be like that could have been me but they also don't see the fact of, you know, you're a PPA, mm -hmm. you serve, you mm -hmm. hold Bibles, you open doors, yeah. right? And, and there was a point in time where you were just serving in the church, yeah. right? Where you were vacuuming, yeah. you were cleaning floors, and there right. was no recognition for it. There right. was no thank you yeah. really coming from it. And, and so, you know, a lot of people, they kind of want the fame before the work. Yeah. And 
and it, it's no real different whether it be in the world or in the church, right? Right. right. I mean, it's all you know. The world does influence us in so many ways, even as Christians, right? It does still impact us. It still does influence us. But, um, you know, do you feel that you've impacted people more from a ministerial standpoint where nobody is seeing, mm. as compared to, let's say, impacting people via your your music? Got you. I think it's. It's the conversations you have one on one. I think will always have more impact than where no one's hearing. Yeah, no like, one's getting credit. Yeah, those those times where you drive for half an hour to go mm-hmm. get someone from somewhere that they shouldn't have been, you mm-hmm. know, or to yeah. spend some hours visiting someone in the hospital, or just pick up your phone yeah. at three thirty mm-hmm. when someone's. In a, in a situation, you know, like, for sure. I think those moments carry so much more personal value mm-hmm. to that individual. And I think those are moments that no, no one's ever going to know about because they don't, they don't need to, you don't need to advertise those things. You know, you don't have to let your right hand know what your left is doing, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's those, it's those moments that you, you spend with people one-on-one that are really going to be the most impactful. True. Yeah. 100% true. And, and, you know, a lot of us, we don't, I feel like a lot of people get started when it comes to serving in the church, right? And this is where I, I really, really, really want to kind of dive into this message and into what this show is, is, is really trying to impact here. Now, um, you took the time to to apply yourself into into ministry and to want to help out and want to serve and really get connected into the body of christ and i think you're reaping dividends because of it now mm-hmm. i think you are the man who you are because you, you you were faithful and you decided you know look it's not enough for me to just show up on sunday i want to serve i want to get to know the people at church i want to be an impact I, you know i want god to use me even if it's just vacuuming yeah. even if it's dusting even if it's just taking out the trash right yeah. you know some kind of mineral job that no one really cares about but i want to I want us to look at something here, okay? Because a lot of us tend to get caught up in position. And, and now, here in, in a place where I belong, ministries, our main verse and our main text, which we always take from, is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, um, where we ultimately talk about uh, the body of Christ. And if you look at verse 21 here, and it reads, And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. So in other words, it's interesting that the body says that, look, we, we can't just say that we have no need of you. There are, there are every, every single person who's connected into the body of the Christ has a role to play. Yeah. And, and I do believe that each individual in the role in which they play has an ability to touch people's lives that no one else could. Right. You know, I believe that you have the ability to speak to, to certain members and, and, and really help certain members in the church that not even the pastors can do because there's something, there's a testimony within you that they can relate to so quickly. You know, there's, there's a, a look to you or, or, or a type of, of feel that they get from your personality that they're able to connect to so much more. And you realize that like even the, the Bible says that, look, I have no need. You know, we can't say that we have no need. Mm-hmm. 
of a certain body part. All body parts are needed. I, I can't, I personally, I can't say about myself. There, there isn't a single body part on me that I could, that I looked at and be like, no, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. I need to it. do, I need to get rid of it. Yeah. There was a time where the, you know, my dentist looked at me and said, you need to get your wisdom teeth out. And I started crying. I was like, no, no, I don't want to get my wisdom teeth taken out. I don't like this. Not, not at all. So there, I mean, every body part within us, it's, it's needed. And I mean, so many of us are just kind of, you know, we're, we're attached to our body parts. We, we do need all of them yeah. just as the body of Christ needs every single person. And that's whether, whether you, you know, whether you feel like you're not valued or not, whether you feel as though, you know, you're an usher or you're a pastor, we are all needed yeah. and we're all called to impact and do something within, within somebody's life. And I believe that we're all called to reach certain people that probably nobody else could. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that there are certain people that I've been able to reach out to and touch and bless that, you know, other people weren't just like yeah. you are. And ultimately, every body part is 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 truly and really needed. And 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 so is it is it possible that maybe some churches are probably sleeping on some talent, yeah. sleeping on some anointing, sleeping on on, you know, what's some of these people have to offer. Definitely. It's it's it, it's up to every minister and every ministry to keep seeking God because God will point those things out, you know. So it's it's very possible to miss what's right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, a lot of the times, you know, do we think are we sleeping on people because they don't fit the mold mm. of what we're looking for? I'm grateful for a church where I feel like that is very. It's very openly dealt with. Like we're mm -hmm. aware of that. We're aware of um, popularity, and someone might not be as eloquent, or someone might not dress as nicely. But we're aware of our own subjective, like barriers that we put up. You know, like the ones that'll skip over David because he's just the sheep boy. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. aware of that mentality. And so I think um, our church, of course, there's always room to improve. But mm -hmm. I think the church is doing well in that area and seeking people whose hearts are in the right place. And not necessarily based on how they look right. or whether or not they fit the mold. But they're, they're looking withinward and seeing what individuals have on the inside. And Right. Checking I mean, where it matters. It's just like... If we as, 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 as a body of Christ, as we as church members, as we as Christians just decide to trust in God yeah. and say, God, you know what? I don't care how you use me. I'm just going to make myself available for you to use me. You know, I'm going to join the hospitality ministry. I'm going to join the ushering ministry. I'm going to join the choir or the worship team or whatever ministry you're led to join or whatever, however you want to participate in, into the church so that you're able to kind of connect to people a little bit more. And to avail ourselves a little bit, it, it's amazing how God can really surprise us mm -hmm. and really show us. And it's, it, you know, I really want everyone who's listening and watching to really catch this because in verse 22, it, 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 it says something really interesting. It says, ultimately, no, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, you know, the Bible's here saying that, like, look, you may think that you are are not making an impact 
you may feel like you're not of value. You may feel like you're underappreciated. You feel like your talents are going waste because you could probably preach from the stage better than the pastor can, but mm -hmm. you're there vacuuming. Yeah. But yet at the same time, what the Bible's trying to tell us here is that there's no, there, there, there are no small tasks. Right. You know, everything that which we do for God is, is, is for his glory and it's not going to be wasted. It's not going to be casted aside. Don't, don't necessarily count yourself out just because you feel undervalued or underappreciated within church. Just, just keep grinding. Yeah. Keep, keep seeking God. Keep doing what you're doing because ultimately it's him that's watching. It's him, you know, that's, that's doing this thing. We need to remember that it's not people that are calling us. It's God that's calling us. Right. We need to remember that we're not, we're not, we're not grinding it out in the smaller tasks within church because we want people to take notice. We should be doing it because we want God to take notice. You're to, your ability to function within the body of Christ is determined by God, yeah, not by people. And so I really just want to encourage people right now and ultimately get to the fact that are we changing the meaning of church? A lot of people were probably expecting me to say yes when we first started this episode, but my answer is actually no. We're not changing the meaning of church. And... and it almost feels like this entire episode was for me to point out that we are. <laughs> but actually, the, my whole point in this episode was to point out that what we are doing as a church is no different from what has been happening in the church for the last 2,000 years. Um, the same problems that we're facing today, the church of old faced as well. Right. Are we dealing with people? Are we dealing with, with an issue in the church today where people are not feeling welcome when they first walk through the door? Yes. Was that an issue back then? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, why? How can I say that? Are people being judgmental by simply just the looks? Are we looking at someone? Are we seeing what who they are on the outside and already making a judgmental um, cast upon them where we feel like, oh my God, this person needs Jesus. This person yeah. is a sinner. Absolutely. We saw it in Zacchaeus, right? We saw the fact that people were already focused on the fact of his stature, focused on his position within the mm -hmm. community and how he was a tax collector and people considered him already to be a sinner, never bothering to look, look at the fact that this man was trying, he was really crying out from the inside, mm -hmm. really, really looking for, for help. You know, are people drawn to power? Are people drawn to being, you know, feeling as though they're a part of something important? Absolutely. I mean, even the Apostle Paul, I mean, in, in ultimately in this, in this verse here, the Apostle Paul goes into the fact that, look, there are weaker parts of the body, but more grace and more, more anointing and, and more yeah. honor is bestowed upon them. Right. Whereas what we, seem, uh, or what we see as the more important parts, that is lesser honor is given. And it ultimately reverts back to the fact that, you know, where the Bible tells us that the first will be last and the last shall be first, right? The fact that, you know, kings and queens will have a lower position in the in in heaven than let's say the lowly servants who were praying for them mm. right that there are no weaker positions but at the same time even the disciples were, were kind of fighting over who's going to sit at jesus's right hand <laughs> yeah it's a position of power in which you know it goes back to we want to feel important we want to feel appreciated we want to feel something you know we we, we want to be recognized right these are all things that which are found in the bible mm. so are we changing the meaning of church no we're not but here's the thing though a lot of people out there are probably thinking that we are Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people don't realize is, is that they're going through a process right now that so many other people have gone through it before. The difference, though, is, is that we could either get to a place where we, got, where we get fed up and say, well, I'm, I'm tired of not being appreciated. I'm tired of, of, of how I'm being treated or I'm tired about how people are, are casting the judgment upon me. And what, what it does is it causes them to be uprooted from a place in which God had called mm -hmm. them to be. Right. And now they're putting themselves in a place where God 
maybe didn't even call them to be, all for the sake of the fact of wanting to feel something different, rather than focusing on why God put them there to begin with. Mm -hmm. And and so my 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 ultimate prayer for everyone here is at the end of the day, I want to encourage everyone listening that everyone listening or everyone watching that you have a role to play within the body of Christ. You're you may feel like you're unimportant, but I want you to know you're important. The Bible says, you know, we, we just read the fact that, you know, how how can one body part say to another body part, I don't I don't need you. Yeah. We need you. We a hundred percent need you. Um, we knew we need exactly who you are. You know, uh, we had another episode just previous to this and we talked about the very thing that which makes you different, the very thing that which makes you um, an outcast or that causes you not to fit in is probably the very thing that why the church even needs you to begin right, with. Right. It, you know, they, there are people in there who need someone that is different, someone yeah. who's outside of the norm. I know that there are church members who want to come to me and talk to me yeah. solely for the fact that they know that they talk to me. It's not going to get around to anyone. But that also, what, make, what made it so difficult for me to fit in church ultimately, ultimately turned into something that made me appealing right. in church. Right. And people were just like, I know that if I at least talk to them, it's not going to get around. It's going to stay with him. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> he's not connected to anyone <laughs> in the church. So don't let, you know, my, 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 my prayer is that don't focus on the fact that you, you maybe feel as though you're, you're left out or that you don't fit in or that you don't be appreciated, but rather focus on why God has placed you where he has placed you. You know, try to, try to just allow God to kind of put you through this process where he's refining you. Don't focus on your position. Don't focus on even your task. Simply just focus on allowing God to kind of just show you why you're there. Yeah. You know, don't don't let the politics of church kind of come into your life and 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 make you feel as though you need to move on or you need to get out or you need to get away. You know, do the hard work. I mean, I'm positive there were moments and times where where stuff happened in church that you didn't agree with. Yeah. And it made it made you maybe even want to leave the ministry or stop serving. Right? We all go through it. We all deal with it, but at the same time, what enables us ultimately to get us to the place where you and I are right now is that we just kind of stayed and said, God, I'm not budging until you talk to me. Right. I'm not, you know, I was offended, but God helped me to forgive. Of course. You know, stuff stuff like that. And I, I believe ultimately God has a purpose for every for every for everyone there. Even if that even if even if that purpose is just to talk to one person. To help that one person, it might seem mediocre to you, but I could tell you this: there was there was one individual in the church who took the time to help me feel as though I belong in the church, and you know that that individual means the world to me, and he forever will mean the world to me. Uh -huh. You know, he forever will. It doesn't matter what he does with the rest of his life. Yeah, he will forever be in my heart, and I'm forever in his gratitude for what he did and how he ultimately reached out to me it made the world a difference to me and we need to understand and realize that sometimes the little things that we do in church mean the world to other people mm -hmm. you know and we need to focus on that and not necessarily focus on whether or not i'm being recognized and you know to know that i want everyone to know that they have a place within the body of christ they have a function with the body of christ and it's time that we start focusing on that yeah. you you ultimately feel as though that you are the odd man out 
The conditions in the church or in the ministry which you serve in, it may not be perfect. Maybe people are gossiping about you. Maybe you feel as though people are casting judgment upon you. Maybe people don't like the way you look or how you dress or how you do your hair or whether or not you have earrings or you got tats coming up the side of your arm, right? We all tend to focus on this, but I want you to know that even if you though, even though you may feel like you are the odd man out and you feel as though you don't fit in or you don't belong, there's a purpose. Mm -hmm. There's a purpose. And there, I believe God is giving you a moment that there's something to be taught. There's something to be learned. And my prayer and my hope for you is, is that you don't give up and that you just continue to stay rooted within the body of Christ. Don't allow um, circumstances within the church to sway where you're going to go or to uproot you right. from purpose and Rooted. ultimately what God has called you to. And that's mainly the message I wanted to get across. We're going to wrap up the show with that. I just want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank those who have been watching. Um, God bless every single one of you. Uh, I absolutely love love the fact that you know you were on the show here today. It was Thank it you was, for having me. It's, yeah, not a worries. It's been um, a good convo. <laughs> um, as always, we, you know, we don't want to leave without giving you some rec recognition. And so I know you got a lot of stuff going on in your life right now. It's a very yeah. exciting time for you. Yeah, it's I can't cool. express that much, uh, as, as much, man. It's, you just came out with, I think, was that the album cover you just released? on? on? Just a single cover. A single cover, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it makes you look even cooler. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So anyways, I'm going to give you the mic. You tell the people what's up. What I'm doing is I make music. I do poetry. If you're looking for me, that's um, E with a dot. Spell it out. Uh, that's on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for me on Spotify, Apple Music, Title, all that, it's E and then a period. Uh, that's the dot. Just um, the dot, E period. That, dot. The e, yeah. e period. Dot. Yeah, that's it. Um, making music and just, I want to do what you're doing and, and you've, have you just, conversations. And you just came out with a single as well, right? Yeah. And, I, and that's called... Best friends. That's best called friends. best friends. You can stream it everywhere. You can stream music, and you can watch the the video on YouTube. On YouTube, it's an amazing uh, video. It's a great video. Thank um, you. Very well done. Thank you. Very very good quality. So thank you. Yeah, man. So if uh, we're gonna have that information in, in the link below, um, cool. on top of in the bio and whatnot. So yeah, cool. we're definitely gonna we're gonna hook you up with that. But thank you so much for being here today. Once Very again, pleasant. thank you everyone for listening. If you uh, you know if if you loved what you heard today, ultimately hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. So sure. we want to appreciate every single one of you. And um, you know if you want to reach out to this ministry, if you want to reach out to us, by all means do so. Um, the email link is just below there. You can you can hit that up. Send us send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to to you know if you need someone to pray with, someone to talk to, by all means reach out. We're definitely here for you. We want to get you connected into the body of Christ. We want to make sure that you are the strongest possible Christian you can be. That is our goal. That is our aim. We want you to be rooted right where God has called you to be. We want to thank you so much. God bless everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for watching the Place Where I Belong YouTube channel. If you enjoyed the video, then hit that like button. And if you'd like to be notified of any future videos, then subscribe to our channel. If you want to contact us, you can follow the links below. Until then, thank you for watching. God bless you and stay safe. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach us in the links below. And if you enjoyed this podcast today, then hit that subscribe button. Until next time, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself and God bless you.